We're continuing our Which Bruins Wore a Best series here today, looking at numbers 29 through 20. And there's a couple of these that are hung in the rafters. You want to hear who they are and what they were all about here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Wednesday, August 16th. Thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day, even through this summer, a summer of sadness, but we have gotten through it together, highlighted most recently by the retirement of David Krejci. Covered that on Monday. We've gone through Patrice Bergeron's retirement. But we're starting to look ahead to this upcoming season, a centennial season, where many Bruins legends will be celebrated. And some of them will be part of today's podcast, which is a look at Bruins jersey numbers and assessing who wore them best. We're looking at numbers 29 through 20 here today. Before we get into that, a quick reminder, you can find the podcast on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube, so please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. You can find the podcast on social media at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey thoughts, at Ian C. McLaren. All right, let's jump right into it and take a look at number 29. Now, when I think of number 29, I automatically go to Felix Potvin, who wore it for one season with the Boston Bruins. Uh, I was a big fan of Marius Cherkovsky, who wore it for one season with the Bruins. Not too many guys stand out in terms of who wore number 29 best. There's most recently it was worn by Steve Fogarty, Landon Ferraro, Jay Pandolfo, Pateri, Nokalainen. Speaking of some Finnish names, I forgot that Jarmo Kekalainen, current general manager for the Columbus Blue Jackets, played for a time in Boston. 27 games played. Four goals, three assists for seven total points. Another Blue Jackets tie, Scott Arneal, former head coach of the Blue Jackets. He wore it for the Bruins as well. But in terms of who wore it best, I think he coached the Columbus Blue Jackets. Maybe I need to fact check that. Anyways. Yeah, he was head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. In terms of who wore it best, eesh, I mean, nobody really wore it for a long time. Andy Hilbert wore it for a few seasons. Dave Donnelly for a few seasons. I mean, I don't really know who to give it to, to be honest. How about Brad McCrimmon? Three years with the Bruins, 228 games, 54 points. Uh, let's give it to the 
first round pick from the 79 NHL entry draft, Brad McCrimmon. 28. A bunch of guys wore number 28. Derek Forbort currently. Andre Kasha before him. Uh, probably my favorite player to wear number 28 for the Boston Bruins. I mean, there's Gary Galley, Gord Murphy, but we're giving it to Mark Recchi. Mark Recchi wore number 28 for the Bruins. He played, uh, how many games did he appear in black and gold? 180 regular season games over three years. 42 goals, 65 assists for 107 regular season points. And then, of course, in the postseason, he was instrumental in helping the Bruins win a Stanley Cup in 2011. 28, sorry, 49 total games in the playoffs for the Boston Bruins, including 14 goals, 16 assists for 30 points. He walked it off after winning the cup with the Bruins in 2011, announced his retirement, actually had the opportunity to cover his Hall of Fame induction uh, when I was back working with the score. Uh, and I was able to ask Recky and Dave Andrichuk because they kind of took uh, different paths. Andrichuk won the Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning in uh, 2004 and decided to come back after that for a chance at a repeat. That, of course, was uh, interrupted by the season-wiping-out lockout of 2004-2005. Recchi, on the other hand, won a cup with the Boston Bruins. The Bruins were still a very good team. They had a very talented roster that could have challenged for a repeat. He decided to hang up his skates and go out on top, and a lot of respect for that decision, obviously. Um, and it was very cool to be able to be there when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame and uh, to be able to ask him some questions then as well and talk to him about, uh, I remember asking him about Brad Marchand and his uh, career trajectory and how good he had gotten to that point in his career. And Mark Recchi was instrumental in that. So number 28, no question, giving it to Mark Recchi. Number 27, we have uh, Hampus Lindholm, who wears that currently. Notably, Doug Hamilton before him. Um, I'm going to say, looking back, some pretty good players wore this number. Reggie Leach wore it for the Bruins. But I'm giving this one to a guy who I loved watching when I was, uh, I guess, when did he play? In my early 20s, and that is Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray came to the Bruins by way of the Los Angeles Kings, and he had some very successful seasons with the Bruins, including a 44-goal, 48-assist for 92-total point season back in 2002-2003. He had great chemistry with Joe Thornton. He was on that 2004 team that had great promise. 
Uh, we all know what happened then. Joe Thornton, his ribs, they lost in the first round. Uh, that that had the look of a, a cup contender, to be sure. But that team in uh, 2003, Glenn Murray, just outstanding uh, that season for the Boston Bruins. Second in points behind Joe Thornton, who had 101 that year. Uh, Mike Knubel and Brian Rolston coming in third and fourth, tied at 59 points. Murray up there with 92. Uh, So 27, I'm giving it to my man, Glenn Murray, who I loved watching in black and gold. Just a, a prolific scorer and a guy who really brought a lot to the Boston Bruins in terms of, you know, quiet presence leadership as well. Let's take a look at number 26 here. Before we take a break, Mark McLaughlin with that number at the moment. Par Lindholm wore it prior to him. Uh, You had Blake Wheeler, Brad Boys, Mike Knubel dating back to the early 2000s. Glenn Wesley wore that number for quite some time. He was a, a staple of my childhood on the back end. Uh, I'm going to give it to him. Seven seasons with the Bruins, 537 career games, 307 points on the back end. Uh, a very talented third overall pick from the 1987 NHL entry draft as a member of the Bruins. Uh, came in roaring 37 points in his rookie season. Uh, career high, 58 points. In 93-94, he went on and played for the uh, Hartford Whalers slash Carolina Hurricanes. After that point, uh, traded to the Whalers for a first-round pick in 95, which became Kyle McLaren, no relation. A first-round pick in 1996, Jonathan Aitken. And a first-round pick in 97, which was used on Sergei Samsonov who won a Calder Trophy. Wesley, of course, went on to win a Stanley Cup with the Hurricanes in 2006. Special shout-out to Colby Cave, who wore 26 for the Bruins as well. Uh, Go back and listen to my episode with Emily Cave from a few years ago. Uh, Always holds a special place in my heart. And uh, yeah, shout-out to Colby and Emily as well. All right, coming up after the break, we're going to look at numbers 25 to 23. But first, a quick word from our friends over at FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every one of their victories. You can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, and you will get bonus bets every time your Super Bowl Pick wins during the regular season. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. Be back with another show on Friday where we will 
probably continue this series at Who Wore It Best and bring you all the latest on the black and gold. All right, let's look at number 25, Who Wore It Best for the Boston Bruins. And 32 total players wore this number. Brandon Carlo wearing it currently. Uh, Max Talbot wore it prior to him. A lot of defensemen on this list. Hal Gill from 98 to 2006. You have Andy Brickley, who, of course, is part of the Nesson broadcast at the moment. A great color man for the Boston Bruins. Ooh, there's quite a list here. What did Andy Brickley do as a Bruin? Well, he played 177 games, 113 points, 37 goals, 76 assists, and um, yeah, had a pretty good career as a member of the Bruins. Um, but who else stands out on number 25 here? It's kind of a, a who's who of, yeah, just some middling defenseman. Mike Crucial Niski wore the number from 82 to 84. You had Stefan Riche who wore it for one year. Kevin Stevens. He was a pretty good Bruin there for a little bit. He had one season, 41 games. 23 points. I really did like uh, him as a Bruin. I wished he could have stayed for a bit longer. Let's give it to Brick for um, his contributions on and now off the ice in Boston. Number 24. This one is pretty easy. That's because it hasn't been worn since 1985. And because it has been retired. That number was worn by Terry O'Reilly, who was a fantastic winger for the Boston Bruins. He was featured in three Stanley Cup finals, one of the most effective enforcers in NHL history. He was picked by the Bruins in the first round in 1971, spent his entire career in Boston, captain of the Bruins, during the 83-84 and 84-85 seasons. And his number was retired back in 2002. Uh, he was known for being a tough player. If you're playing puck doku and there's a question about 200 penalty minutes, as there was a couple weeks ago, you can use him. He did that over five times. Uh, he was referred to as Taz by Phil Esposito in reference to the Tasmanian Devil. Um, when his number was retired, Ray Bork noted that O'Reilly's banner hung next to his, protecting him once again. But don't just think he was a face puncher. He had a 29-goal, 90-point season in 77-78, a 77-point season the next year. and. He is, fun fact, mentioned as Happy Gilmore's favorite player in that movie. And in real life, he was named Milan Lucic's, Lucic's favorite player. So he will, um, you know, be back in black and gold again this season as well. So Terry O'Reilly, 
clear-cut winner at number 24. Other notables, um, Buddy Boone, a great name. Don Cherry also won uh, war number 23. Sorry, 24 as a member of the Boston Bruins. Before we take a quick break, let's look at number 23, shall we? Last worn by Jack Stanika. Jacob Forsbacka Carlson won it or wore it before him. Did you know there was a guy named Taylor Hall who played in the NHL back in the 80s? Well, that's true. Terry O'Reilly wore uh, 23 for a while. This might be recency bias, but I am giving it, oh, Steve Hines wore number 23. He was a great Bruin there for a long time. 515 games for the Bruins, 131 goals. Uh, he was a guy that I liked to snipe with in uh, NHL games. I'm going to give it to Chris Kelly, though. Chris Kelly came to the, uh, the Bruins by way of the Ottawa Senators, played from 2011 to 2016. He was an important member of the Stanley Cup team in 2011 because of his face-off prowess. Uh, he was traded to the Senators on February 15th of that year for a second-round pick, which became Shane Prince. He won the Stanley Cup, and he is now a coach with the Boston Bruins, which is great to see as well. During that uh, playoff run, he had five goals, eight assists for 13 points in 25 games, and certainly uh, you know, worthy of some praise for being a member of that team and now for helping coach the next generation of Bruins centers. We're going to look at numbers 22, 21, and 20 here coming up after the break. Number 22 for the Boston Bruins is really a no-brainer because it is also hung from the rafters at TD Garden, and that was worn by Willie O'Ree. Now, it was just retired recently, so... There were some guys who wore it in the meantime. Sean Thornton, most notably, another member of that 2011 Stanley Cup team. Uh, Ken Baumgartner, Rick Tockett, Josef Stumpel, our boy Bob Beers wore it. Uh, Brad Park was a very good member of the Boston Bruins for a long time. But we got to give this to Willie O'Ree because of special place that he has in um, hockey history, becoming the first black player to appear in the NHL as a member of the Boston Bruins. Now, I highly recommend that you go and read uh, his book or read to give you a full story of um, how he came to be part of the Boston Bruins, his 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 growing up afterwards. But on January 18th, 1958, Willie O'Ree became the first black player to appear in an NHL game, debuted for the Bruins against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, he was kept off the score sheet, but 
Um, he returned in 1960-61, scored four goals, 14 points in 43 games. Now, what's amazing about Willie O'Ree is that not only did he become the first black player in the NHL, but he did it playing with one eye. If you haven't read his story, you go back and see what it's incredible what he accomplished, not only uh, as a black man trying to crack into, you know, a traditionally white man's game, but with one eye, an injury that he suffered uh, earlier in his career left him with vision in one eye. So think about making the NHL with that barrier alone and then overcoming everything else. What a remarkable man he is. And, uh, he certainly belongs in the rafters. Great thing they did retiring his number. And hopefully he's in Boston this season as part of the centennial celebrations. Number 21, that's going to be worn this year by James Van Riemsdyk. Garner Hathaway wore it before him. Nick Ritchie, Louis Erickson, Andrew Ference during the cup years. Um, Sean O'Donnell, Glenn Murray wore it as well. Uh, and I'm really showing recency bias. I don't know a lot about Bruins pre like 1980, right? Uh, Ted Donato wore it from 93 to 99. He was a pretty good Bruin. 528 games played, 266 total points. Well, we got to give it to Andrew Ference, right? Won the cup. As a member of the Boston Bruins, that will always put you over in my books. He had the famous, infamous glove malfunction in Montreal. Uh, Plus, he drew the secondary assist on that David Krejci to Nathan Horton goal in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Just a an underrated breakout pass there that got that play going without that the goal quite simply wouldn't have happened. And who knows if the Bruins would have made it to the uh, Stanley cup final. So I'm giving that to our boy, Andrew Ference. Let's go back and finish it off with number 20. Jerry Tapazzini wore it back in the fifties. I love looking back at these old hockey names, Al Sims, Al Secord, Mike O'Connell, who you may remember as Bruins GM who messed up the Joe Thornton trade. Brian Smolinski, Martin Lapointe wore number 20. Um, He had quite a controversial big number um, contract signed with the Bruins at one point. You heard Patrice Bergeron a couple weeks ago mention how important Lapointe was in his development and how he took him under his wing as a fellow Quebecer. But let's go back with this cup team from 2011. Daniel Paye, part of the Merlot line, 50 goals and 375 career games with the Bruins. He has his name on the Stanley Cup. And I give him some extra love because he was also a member of the Guelph Storm, drafted in the first round out of Guelph back in 2002 by the Buffalo Sabres. 
So Danny Paye gets love from me today. All right, friends, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Hope you enjoyed this conversation about who wore it best. Some 2011 Cup winners in there. Kelly, Ference, Paye, a couple numbers in the rafters. O'Reilly, O'Ree, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Take care of yourselves, my friends. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here next time on a fresh Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.